You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to episode 420 of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Key West, Florida. Interesting. This is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer in the Happy Valley, Massachusetts. Guys, I have a feeling this episode is going to be a weird one. I I just have a feeling mm-hmm. 420... We're here. It's the first episode of 2023. Yeah. You know, the ball's in our court. Almost 10 years of podcast awesomeness has brought us to episode 420. Um, there's so many jokes, riddles, emails that we've received about this <laughs> big, big day. But I got to say, gentlemen, <laughs> I hope you both had a wonderful holiday season. And mm-hmm. you once again did a fantastic job on the podcast when I was gone. Um, naturally, I, I have a ton of notes that I had written down. Yeah. I immediately uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh, threw, threw those notes in the fireplace because it was very cold. It got down to 38 degrees around oh, Christmas here. I'm really sorry uh, about that. That's but tough. It, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it's a very wet cold. It's yeah, different. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Whatever. Sounds gross. But I will say that uh, you guys... Uh, you guys absolutely slayed it in one important aspect, and that was when you discussed the bike swap and the importance of the bike spot swap. Mm-hmm. Friend of the mm-hmm. podcast, Justin Bristol in uh, Savannah, Georgia, wrote for some timely advice um, where uh-huh. you gave him some advice a week after the podcast existed. And the, as the bike swap world champion, um, you got to have a persona. Spencer, you did a good job explaining that. It's like I didn't even need to be on the podcast. I no, walk no. around the... I walk around the, the bike we're, swap with my world championship jersey on. It just commands actually, respect. Um, we're considering replacing you as a host with chat yeah. GPT at this point. We could yeah, just it's, have it write it's basically a chat GPT. Yeah. Actually, that's going to be the next thing. We should just start writing uh, responses to the emails that we get. But um, there was a moment where Justin was talking about how he was going to buy a bike and he had to leave to go to the cash machine. Oh, uh. Um, major failure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Massive failure. You must always go and you guys nailed this. And I want to give a shout out to little guy where I think the exact wording was along the lines of you need to have enough money that you're afraid that if you get robbed, (laughs) it's an enough money, (laughs) but it's not enough money that like you can't make your mortgage payment. Like there's a fine line, but that is how much. Like you, you walk into that swap going, if anybody shook me down from, from money outside this door, mm. it would be a catastrophe yep. because Trouble. I would never be allowed back into the house. Yeah. That is what it. you must start with when you are going to the bike swap as a buyer only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. 
It was fantastic. Well done. Thanks. I think my only advice is that when you are a seller at the bike swap, you must always be the first person to cut price. You dictate (laughs) when the show is ending by standing up on the table going, like our good friend Gino in Minneapolis would, you stand up and you go, you lock one (laughs) dollar. Yeah, everything 50% off, like over here. You create the stampede. Yeah, yeah, You create the stampede to you because you could tell when the buzz is dying and you've seen the same people walk by your table seven or eight times. They ain't buying. Well, guess what? You're about to load that back up into your tote. You must be the person that gets it out of your tote first, and that is by being the cut cut the price king, cut the price queen. It's mm-hmm. by knowing that everyone there, the whole crowd, is all a bunch of little guys. Like, they're all there. <laughs> yes. They all don't really want to spend their money. Nah. But if you give them something for half off, they're going to be like, well, maybe I need this Broken Sun Tour derailleur. And definitely and do. buy it. Yeah, definitely do. And I, I know this is going to sound risque, but the other part of a bike swap is I'm not a fan of profiling anybody unless that person has a beard at the bike swap and they come by that. That is when you take the quill stem and you kind of put it out on, you know, you get the nice Thompson bag behind it. You you know, you know, the type Mm -hmm. like a person like a rear view mirror for your, uh, for your helmet. I got that right here. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, it's true. Anyway. um, So it is episode 420. So it is only natural that uh, it's from the earth. Friend of the pod reached out to us. Um, a friend of the pod, gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. And, uh, he goes, hey. Really? He says, uh, hey, slow ride. Without this extra time, I probably would have just written in with something along the lines of, yeah, bikes are fun, but have you ever tried bikes on weed? But while cannabis-infused crews can be quite enjoyable, I mean, so I've heard, listeners expect more from this show. What, then, do the people want? Especially those who like jam bands and tie-dye. Primal wear. That's what. So with a nod to the iconic goose or bike game, I present to you primal wear jersey or cannabis strain. The rules are easy. I'll give you a name, and you have to guess whether it's the name of a primal wear jersey or a weed strain. (laughs) Winner gets a prescription for their insomnia. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think this, we're both going to be very bad at this game. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. We're not exactly the the target market. I think the way, but whatever. I think the way around this, though, is that you guys both may know primal wear really well. Like that that's going to be so, how you guys are going to I think we're both going to win cuz it's going to be funny names. I, I feel I like I know the primal wear designs, but I don't know what they call them. Yeah. That's true. Um, like, and just It's a new world. I just so, love we'll that. See, we'll see. Go- Gorgeous George wrote, "I prefer not using my real name because I'm still carrying the 80s and 90s dare baggage about pot." Uh-huh. So, yes. All right. I got I got a list here for you both. Um, here goes, and uh, I will. After each one, you guys can discuss, and then I will um give you the uh um the answer key. So okay, okay, all right. Space rider, space rider, space rider. Oh, Tim, Mm. sorry. Quick on the rules, rule check. Are we buzzing (laughs) in here, or is are we coming to a consensus between us? Uh, you both can just guess if you want. Or you can go consensus. It's I up to you. Space Rider. Let's switch okay. it up. Little guy, yeah. I'm going to make my argument. 
the word rider, I'm going to say jersey on this Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think That's it's a jersey. that direction. With an alien on it, it is, I assume. It, it is a primal wear jersey, the space right. rider. Well well done. All right. All right. One, one, one for point. One, one for, for one. The boys. We're, we're doing yeah. well. All right. Uh, grease monkey. Ooh. Grease monkey. Oh, man. This could go either way. I'm going to say jersey. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to say jersey. Have you, seen, have you seen any monkeys on any of those jerseys, though? If it said sp- space frog or grease frog or no, whatever. I, I haven't, but I wouldn't put it by them. To do it, it's a would it be border derogatory term for a mechanic? Would it? Yeah, would it be offensive? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Jersey. Let's go Jersey. They might still do it. It is not. It is a cannabis strain. Um, So you guys are, uh, you guys are one Mm. for two, batting fifty percent. Everyone's got to get their mechanic to relax a little bit. Uh Up next, alien abduction. Alien (sighs) abduction. See now, I think so. I feel like there's there's definitely a jersey that I can think of in my mind that would fit this, but I feel like this is still a strain. This is still a the cannabis I'm product. I'm getting strong strong jersey vibes. Really? From this. I all right. Let's let's go jersey because I I feel like there's got um, now we've gone jersey twice in a row already. Now I'm I'm ba- I'm having second thought. Oh god, I don't know what to do. Little guy. I mean, the Primal Wear catalog, gentlemen, is is pretty amazing. I don't know if you've been there lately. They tried to change what they looked like, and they just can't do it. <laughs> Primal the Wear. Scary clown just, just jersey. <laughs> they've got the Pink Floyd the, Dark Side of the Moon jersey. They've got a lot of awesomeness on that website. I think this is a jersey. Yeah, they got to have a, a couple alien-related. The Alien Abduction Weed Strain, available down uh, the street uh, at your local dispensary. Um, so you guys are one for three. Um, yeah. A little disappointing. Um, let's see if you can uh, get it to batten 500 uh, with well, uh, another point of clarification. How many questions yeah. are there total? There are, <laughs> I there need are to 10. Know 10? There are okay. 10. Okay. Okay. Cool. We, we got plenty of time. We've got plenty of time. Uh, Work out the uh, cake. Cali- California dreaming. And uh, while you guys discuss, I'd like to remind all of our listeners, you can play along. Um, California dreaming, uh, famous uh, video game. And uh, let's see uh, where things are going. Uh, Little guy and Spencer, the clock is up. Where are we on California Dreaming? I think that's a. I think it's got to be. I think it's both. Can it be both? Ooh. Um, I, I mean, I guess it could be. It's not. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna both on the. I think this is key. a trick. I'm going strain on this one. All right, go strain. We got, go we strain. Got Snoop Dogg. We got other, California's famous. We got to go that way. What do you think? Um, yeah, strain. It is. It is a jersey, uh, primary oh, wear uh, jersey. It is a great-looking jersey. Um, you guys should actually, uh, th- for those playing at home, uh, make sure that you actually uh, Google primal wear California Dreamin'. Um, but make sure you put the um, apostrophe at the end. Um, it's a, yeah. It's a actually actually a good-looking shirt. Um, all right, here we are. Uh, number uh, number five, uh, high beam, high beam. That's a strain. That's that's got to be yeah that's got to be your that's hundred percent that's got to be sweet. Um, you guys, uh, not so hot in paradise. Here. Ah. Uh, that is a primal wear jersey. What? Uh, Come on, <laughs> high beam. You um, be kidding me? What is on that? Are, uh, is that also an alien are, abduction? Uh, are all these uh, alien I, abduction jerseys? Oh, I mean, they're the uh, the high beam jersey is. Uh, um, are we? We're you know, one for one for five. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, yeah. Little guy. Yes, it's little uh, guy. We gotta yeah. take them all from here on out. We gotta take them all if yeah. we win this thing. It's embarrassing. Um, all right, uh, no, number number six. Number yeah. six, the Alpine Star. Alpine Star. Okay, we gotta be smart about this. Well, it says nothing. Alpine has uh, Alpine does have something to do with bikes. No, yeah, because there was Alpine. There's Alpine Star that made bikes and 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 clothes and shoes and stuff in the nineties. The Alpine, the Alps are very. The elevation is high. I'm gonna say this is yeah. This is weed because. I feel like they might be infringing on Alpine Star might still have a copyright on their little star ah. logo from the nineties. So. Okay. Okay. That's Let's my go with that. Yeah. That's my strain. Yep. Alpine Star is a weed strain. Congratulations, you guys are two for six. Two but for also six. a full um, separate mountain bike brand. <laughs> so um, <laughs> um number seven. Um number seven, Frazzle. Like Brazil, but with an F. Like Brazil, um, with like Brazil with an F. Um, Brazil. Yep. And shout out to all of our Brazilian listeners as they go through uh, the tumult of today. Um, but yes, Brazil. Is uh, that a cannabis train or is that a primal wear jersey? It's too weird to be a primal. Primal is, a, I yeah. feel like, a little more on the nose. Exactly. Yeah, it's a strain. I'm gonna say strain. Um, and once again, you guys are wrong. Um, not so good. What? The, the frazzle Jersey, um, it's kind of, kind of like a tie dye. What? Um, Why wouldn't they just call it tie dye um, then? Just, just not going to <laughs> eight. You have three left gentlemen. Um, these I think are pretty easy. Uh, um, sunset strip shout out to all the California folks. Let's walking down the sunset strip Boulevard. Yeah, that's um, got to be. Weak. Are they are they are they stopping into the uh, dispensary or are they going into the Primalware um, flagship, flagship store? store. <laughs> <laughs> that is just right there on Santa Monica yeah. Boulevard, um, the old uh, uh, oh um, my God. Sunset okay. Strip store. Little guy, here's the plan. Let's figure out what our answer is, and then we're gonna submit the opposite. Because we're, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, okay, so what I do you feel like? What does your gut instinct tell you Sunset Strip is? My gut tells me it's um, it's it's weed. So I guess that's what I'm thinking too. So we're gonna submit Jersey for this one. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um, Sunset Strip is a, a, a strain of weed, oh. it's a <laughs> cannabis strain. Um, so you guys so far have gotten two right. Um, let's let's bring it home. All right. Uh, up next is the Trailblaze. The Trailblaze. Um, is that a nice, stylish jersey from Primal Wear? Um, or, or perhaps it is a, uh, it is a gecko-laced frog on a, um, a trailer of a, a bike? Or I'm is it really a, uh, a weed strain? What is the Trailblaze? I feel like it's weed. I feel like it's jersey. Really? I don't know what to do. What do you think the jersey yeah, looks yeah. like? This I feel is... like it's like a frog on a truck. I feel like we all think, I think they're all See, frogs at this point. But. Why would the weed guys go on a trail when they could just, you know, go somewhere else like Sunset Boulevard or whatever? Some some people Sunset like street. to blaze in the city and some people like to blaze in the country. Some know? people like to blaze the trails on their mountain bikes, though. Yeah. yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go bike. I, I don't know, little guy. Um, right. We're gonna have I'll, to. I'll let you veto it, but I have a strong bike feeling. Yeah, I think it's weed. Wow. I think it's weed all the way. 
All right. Well, let's. Uh, I need a decision here, gentlemen. I I know that I uh, run the show and we're I keep you guys I, on track. I think but I, I think we're force you to get to consensus. I think we're just split on this one, Tim. I think this is this. Well, uh, um, I would I would be following I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Spencer I'm gonna, I'm gonna into officially battle. Officially submit. To <laughs> my mind then. <laughs> and what and what is that, Spencer? I don't. What did I? Uh, jersey. <laughs> jersey. It is a jersey. It is really? a. It is a jersey. Right. Spencer saved the show. Right now, you guys are batting just below three hundred. Um, the final one is the rainmaker. The rainmaker. Um, is this a strain of weed, or is this a primal wear jersey? What a wonderful game. Um, so far in the first <laughs> nine, we've had uh, we've had four cannabis, and we've had five primal wear. So it's I been a think good mix. This is this is a strain. Yeah, it's weird. I can't think of a a compelling reason that this would be a jersey. <laughs> I'm I'm well, I'm worried Spencer, that if this if is looked at the I don't know if you've uh, looked at really? the Prime War catalog. Some people would say that an alien abduction, um, or uh, uh, once again geckos on a seat post may uh, not make the best idea for a bike jersey, but it true. works. It pays salaries. It's a solid employer in uh, Colorado, <laughs> I believe. Uh, Primal Wear is based. Is it? How um, many jobs so, do they? You know, it's a uh, dispenser. I I don't know if rationality in the Primal Wear kit collection. It's no is, way is where to base <laughs> between strain and jersey. That uh, what was it? Rainmaker is a jersey. You want to keep the rain off of you. You don't want to get rained on when you're riding a bike. That's a terrible name. If it's a jersey name, they should throw it in the trash. It is a cannabis strain. Thank so congratulations. God. You guys got four of ten. Um, I was really worried about yeah. how offensive you that one would look if it was a jersey. Um, you guys are fantastic. <laughs> I, I hope the listeners at home did just as good of a job. Um, shout out to Space Rider. It is Man. an amazing looking jersey. Um, and I am surprised that Grease Monkey was not a jersey. I did get that one wrong when I did do this on my own. So uh, um, good stuff. Um, well, so that was uh, fantastic to do. Um, little guy, a couple of quick things that did come up. Um, I was thinking of you the other day when I was perusing the internet, um, was perusing cycling websites, mm-hmm. and not just cycling websites, they're shells of their former self with the same story <laughs> that has been on there for three weeks all yeah. over the front page. Good stuff, But I right? got to a story about Paris Nice, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh, you know, little guy's always talking about Paris Nice, about how it's the highlight. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's maybe like a half step up on Torino Adriatico because it, it starts full, in the cold and it gets step. down. And then, and I was like, what is this? Is this a team time trial? <laughs> so little guy, um, the team time trial, new rules. Uh, the mm-hmm. first person across the line and only the first person across the line stops the clock mm-hmm. um, in the team time trial. So you no longer really have to do the team thing. You can, you can, you can pull a, um, a little guy racing and leave Spencer behind. As uh-huh. we continue to go up the road, um, so little guy, how do you feel about this? A team time trial where the clock clock stops on only the first person crossing the line. Okay, so let me get this straight because I had seen headlines splashed across some of these websites that there was a team time trial change, and I did not read them because I did not care. <laughs> but this is more interesting and, than I and, thought. So, and neither did I. I did not read the article either. So, uh, very well, could stop on the fifth person, but we do know. Is that it stops on the first person, but you may need to have three people come across. I think it, you just need one, though. But then the whole team will get that time is the idea because it's yeah. team time trial. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So so this means that that we we can 
we know Ghana's going for Ineos then. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Like, he's not going to Torino then. He's going to go to this. He's going to crush the time trial. This is really weird. So your GC guy you could think, just take but, a but chill day. Question. Do you think one guy would be faster than an entire team, though? No, but maybe at a certain point. You know, like, not not the whole time, but, like, like maybe three-fourths of the way, right? You just... Somebody so goes crazy, you were, right? You let Nibali do the downhill ass- section, and you let him fly, you know? I know he's retired. Let's assume that I did not super rookie this one up and um, <laughs> yeah, assume that it is just stopping at the first person across the line. I guess my initial question to you guys, if you okay. were team directors, would you just save someone in the back without having them do any so, work like a Ghana and then halfway through before go? Before we get too far in the weeds, I just quickly <laughs> scanned the article because <laughs> nobody has read it. Um, yes. So the time for the stage stops on the first rider. But all the riders for GC still get their times that they finish on, is what it looks like to me. So if Ghana crushes it, and and like whoever Ineos or whatever wins the stage, and uh, Garrett Thomas sandbags it to to take it easy, he's still gonna lose five minutes on GC. You know what I mean? Ooh, so, ooh, this is still, even more exciting. But they can still get, they can still win the stage. They can win the stage and drop all the riders. They can one win rider. the stage with one rider. Weird. Huh? But all everybody's, right. if I, if I'm reading, yeah. Uh, granted, quick scan of the article, not mm. a lot of details, well, um, but that's that's what it looks like to me. Which was there so, a lot of de- details in anywhere about no, this? Who knows? No, but the one little quote from the race director was the point was to stop like a whole team from dominating like the top 10 basically because they mm-hmm. crushed a team time trial. Yeah. I kind of like that. And, and yeah, if you do have three extra strong riders, like why not just burn up the other four, like have them pace the first bit, go super hard. Like, but we'll see some crazy fast times. Cause if you don't have to worry about keeping the majority of the team together, you can use those Neo pros up in the first five miles wow. and just, burn them up at way over their threshold and then have Ghana yeah. just go crazy. That should be fun. So this is but, a time trial worth watching little guy. Yeah, maybe a little bit <laughs> at you least to see, tables to see. Well, I mean, I'll give it to them. They're doing something different. It's, it's, it's a format that's gotten Very pretty true. stale. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, time trials were exciting once a long team time trials a long time ago, but yeah, if they mix it up. I mean, like, I'll watch a time trial if there's a somewhat interesting course, but if it's just a flat course and people say it's fo- it's a good time trial stage for the for the time trial specialists, like, my eyes glaze over immediately. But if there's a hill and, like, a descent so, and weird stuff, like, I mean, I'll watch that. A jump. Oh. A jump, yeah. <laughs> How many riders are they going to jump? A, <laughs> it's a pretty cool announcement. I'm with you, little guy. I'm willing to... Give it a try. I'm willing to watch. I appreciate them trying something new. So congratulations mm. to the ASO. I think um, maybe one idea, of these days they'll actually give women two weeks of racing. Um, that would be a better idea than a new time trial format. But I like this time trial format, except for they need to also incorporate the Hammer Series style uh, <laughs> team time trial as well, where everyone is on the course at the same time and there's passing. Uh because I just yeah. think it needs a little, like little guy said, a little more spice. Uh, never hurt any time it's, trial. It's great spice. Um, I recall doing time trials uh, when in my amateur career, 
Mm-hmm. It was fantastic because of the um, the allegations of drafting that never were impacted on me because no one ever had, uh, accused me of drafting because my times were so slow. But you know those types of uh, times when everyone's out there and you got all the cameras, it's great to see people overtaking on the entire road. Um, I'm with you on that, Spencer. In other ASO news, they did announce the two wildcard selections for the um, oh. Tour de France. The first one I think of note is uh, Israel Premier Tech Pro Cycling, um, showing that the re- the effects of relegation really don't matter as they got um, selected uh, well, the Chris Froome yeah. uh, farewell tour race, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so congratulations yeah. to that team for being selected. You know what it's going to be? Farewell to Pogachar as he drops him. Froome's back, baby. 2023, Froome. Uh-huh. I don't think we're getting into predictions for 2023. Oh. This episode, little guy. Okay, but, sorry. Uh, why don't sorry. you let that one That's a good one. Why don't you? Why you okay, yeah, I'll put that one back. bake a little bit. I'll let it bake a little longer, little guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get off your eye, horse, and let that one bake yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, then the other uh, big announcement is Uno X, Slow Ride Podcast's favorite second division cycling team with the all yellow McDonald's kits. They need to bring back mm-hmm. the time shoes. Um, has gotten Those has are cured 30 or 40 a, years old at this point, Tim. I think no one are, gets but, the reference. But, oh, I think enough of the folks that listen to this podcast, I, I don't know the demographics, but I'm willing to guess. 30 to 40 years old, what, I think. Just because of, just because of what a... Based on cycling cy- fandom. <laughs> just based on cycling and yeah. how... Um, uh, um, yeah. I mean, those shoes But were, I will say this. Those shoes were way out of date when we were... Yeah, when you know, I had amateur them. cyclists but, getting them secondhand. Anyway, sorry. But anyways, they would look good for the uh, Uno X team. But I um, uh-huh. Uno X uh, in classic uh, second division team fashion. Immediately upon getting the the invite that they've always so- sought and desired, mm-hmm. they announced the need for a new sponsor for the team. Beautiful. Um, That's cycling yeah. right there. Riding high, you gotta, you know that when you get that PR uh, mm. and you're at the the highest point that you can be, uh, you really gotta, you know, take advantage of think, that. You do think there would be a nice Norwegian like software development company that could maybe uh, step up and take on some of that sponsorship? Yeah, possible. That's possible. I don't know if one of those exists though. Have you? Um, in in additional news, I know some kits have started to be released. We have not done our big reveal of kits, mm-hmm. but I just want to say I really do like the um, kits that do the upper chest sponsorship. So, like what I, what of course I'm going to go after right now and just mention is the um, the EF kit that has come out, where it's very like you know who the sponsors are, but it's not like overboard plastered on i just think it looks really good hmm. so um, i don't know if you guys uh, saw the new kit but real quickly on yeah. on kits as well speaking of uh uno x um they released their kit for this year did you see it exactly no, the same it's, yep it's exactly the same as last year's and they made a big deal about it like yeah hey, i liked it we have the same exact kit because we have the same exact sponsors and it's more responsible to just keep using the same kit and not create a bunch of waste and throw old kits away and all this stuff. It was pretty, it was a fun was clever kind of way yeah. to say, Hey, we don't have any new sponsors or anything and get some attention, but also a smart thing to do. Well, I mean, I'd like to give a shout to Ineos cause they also, they're just using Bahrain's old kits. 
So that's <laughs> and that's that's a way to reuse too. And they're getting in on the recycling game as well. There, so um, yeah, they can just do, sports uh, wash off the old logos and put on the new one. And... <laughs> yeah, that's like old stuff. news. Like we haven't we haven't done one of these for so long. You know, that was like I weeks know. ago. We needed to make fun of Ineos so, for those kits, and I don't even remember when. Um, let's but... get. We got uh, I think just two more quick um, road news, and then we'll be able to uh, check in with our uh, road correspondent. Um, okay. Uh, little guy, uh, Sonny Cabrelli um, mm. is uh, retired and now going into politics. Yeah, and uh, where it is, he's he's joining Berlusconi's party. So, ah. nothing, no, no problem there. Good stuff. Uh, Tim, I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, I know you've been a bit of a Cabrelli fan the uh, last uh-huh. few years, and uh, turns out it might be a little on the right wing. Um, um and not to, I'm not even saying just conservative. Yeah. I think Berlusconi, I think we can all agree, is not exactly the greatest guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I, committed I some with, some with crimes. That. Some crimes. Yeah, it seems uh, the crime crime riddled, I think. Yeah. Would be the, uh, I think uh, committing crimes yeah, is Berlusconi's yeah. main thing, and then whatever he yeah. does is the rest of the time. Uh-huh. I, I think a um, fair amount of folks would agree with you on that. Yeah. But um and uh I'm just wondering if your super rookie curse, uh, you getting into a rider has heart condition, then it turns out he's he's probably for yeah. some reactionary right wing politics. Um, your your curse is evolving. It's, it's expanding <laughs> beyond cycling. It's ex- as I've gotten older, uh, yeah. you know, I am a, It's become a little bit more of a of a grandma. As Tim's yeah. interests have expanded, so have the curses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, the curse is uh, the curse is alive and well. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, 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 too Tim. When you were gone, when we I think the last pod we did is when yeah. Lopez was uh, fired by Astana for his uh, connections. Yeah, I forgot uh, about to that. Using yeah, some yeah. sort of yeah. some drug thing before the tour or whatever. Um, he's now signed with the Medellin team. Uh, that um, forever young, uh, baby faced uh, team telecom rider. <laughs> I can't remember his name Botero? right now. No, not Potero. The other one. Oh man, I'll think of his name. <laughs> is on. Um, but yeah, how big of a Lopez fan have you been? Because I couldn't remember while you were gone. But all the story was so crazy that it felt like you must have secretly have a Lopez poster I mean, up. Yeah, he, he was I mean, on Movie Star briefly. He's on Movie Star. Anybody that's uh, touched by the um, the hand of Movie Star for a long time was a uh, mm-hmm. I was a fan of. Um, I. I don't know if I would put him in the upper tier, but definitely supporting um, supporting cast member of like a movie that I would put out. Okay, like, I, I think that's fair. For, um, Anybody that has the the Superman uh, uh, name naming convention yeah. nickname, I'm, I'm into. Okay. So the the writer I was trying to remember was Oscar Sevilla, who's oh, yeah. who who now at he he's carrying the banner for the rider that's been around forever. Now he's 46 the years young. Rock racing uh, Oscar. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I totally yeah. forgot. I mean, that's mid. I mean, you. But you got to remember, nineteen ninety eight. He should have been retired then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was after many. I think. I mean, former uh, on Grand Tour podiums before getting busted, and has been racing in South America for a long time. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, wow. so Tim, uh, it's good to know that both you and your curse can 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 grow and change and mm-hmm. uh evolve with time yeah i mean it's it's all we can ask for is people keep their ears and eyes and hearts open 
and talk to one another and become better people. Um, and with that, let's do what we can to reach out to our man in the middle of the professional peloton. Of course, I'm talking about 2022 Tour de France stage winner, Michael Matthews. Third at Road Nats. Third at Road Nats. Mike, bronze medal at the Australian Road Nats, Michael Matthews, on this week's Prime Live. Here we are in this week's Premium Lap. Let's give a quick shout out to all listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out all about our shows, including the likes of Cyclocross Radio with our good friends Bill, Zach, and Michael out of lovely New Orleans, recapping all types of cyclocross in the United States and what's happening. And of course, you've got the Grodio with Amanda Nauman and the great work she's doing there, and the likes of Rob over at Criterium Nation, and a slew of other networks and shows and past shows that we have worked with on the network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you said, everybody's been putting out such good content lately with... Um, Cyclocross uh, just happening everywhere. Can't escape it. Um, Bill, Michael, and Zach have been absolutely slaying the uh, the coverage, and the episodes are coming fast and furious. Uh, Amanda as well on the gravel stuff. Uh, a good episode with uh, Rebecca Ferringer uh, recently, I saw. But also, um, I got word that our, our beanies have finally shipped. They are on the way. They're in route. So we're going to have those and get them out to donors from the donor drive ASAP as soon as we have them in hand. So those are imminent in your mailbox. Uh, and I don't know if we'll have any left over. Maybe um, if we do, uh, maybe we can get those up on the site or something uh, for anybody who missed out. Awesome. And then when they get on the site, they'll be able to go to the shop, right? Probably. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Awesome. <laughs> and little guy? Rob, did you buy that bike? Oh, Rob. Did you buy that bike? I'll wait for the answer on the next episode. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the show. I'm Tommy Walker, and you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, gentlemen, here we are back at the podcast. And of course, we'd like to thank all of our listeners that email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com, where all of the emails are gratefully received. Um, Judson Scott hits us up with, in episode 234, Spencer mentioned that all the inside jokes will be revealed in the biography to be released <laughs> in 2022. Can Uh-oh. you please let us know where they're available for pre-order? I want my copy as soon as possible. Um, mm. So you said uh, episode 234, and I was like, oh, Tim must have misspoke. He meant four or three or something. And then, yeah, oops. That biography uh, got delayed. Um, contract yeah. negotiations with the publisher. Uh, Random House not... is really, really just driving down the price on us. It's well, and it's, it's the, you know thing. they're trying to time it right with the the 
book deals are weird because you want to get pre-sales and get on yeah. the bestseller yeah. list and all this stuff. So they're trying to work <laughs> we that already out. Sp- we already spent our advanced on a we crit. We did. We blew the advance. Um, so yeah, maybe 2025 for the inside um, jokes. Push it a little farther. Push the, uh, we're working on it. <laughs> We we have this grand idea. I think I think it's the old uh, retirement plan for when one of us loses our full time job, then one of us will start to uh, compile a compendium of uh-huh. books to sell. I'm, I I am certain that we could sell a couple hundred books for sure, one hundred percent. I think publishing is coming back. Uh, I'm not and, buying uh, more than one, so we might have to redo uh, your math. Uh, uh, yeah, pad the numbers. Um, you got an email here, emergency pod, uh, refreshing my feed, waiting for you guys to gather up to digest the big gravel news at Unbound. Uh, Are they coming uh, for my arrow bars? Mandatory pit stops next? Can I still wear a cl- club cut jersey? Where is the spirit of my gravel? I'm anxiously waiting, Graham. Um... Fantastic email coming to us from Graham, yeah. and I know Graham. Uh, Graham just mm-hmm. got second at the Florida State Cyclocross Race Swamp Cross, now in its 12th year in uh, Gainesville. So congratulations Graham. to Graham. Nice. He wore a Swift Cycle jersey up on the podium, um, but I am sad to report that it was not the sleeveless jersey that he is the only <laughs> one that we ever made was for Graham, and he, he kept the guns <laughs> at bay. Um, but, nice. gentlemen, unbound, Barrett. Banning arrow bars is the first thing. Yeah, um, there's a there's a this email. I gotta say, a lot of meat on these bones. There's a lot to talk about in this email. Yes. So, let's get into it. Arrow bars. No more arrow bars in the professional ranks. The professional ranks are also going to be starting. I believe like what five to ten minutes early, like that kind of like first wave start. Um, I have like a ten minute head start to get out. Away from now, the uh, hullabaloo. Tim, is the, there a uh, definition of professional ranks? Is this mm-hmm. the lifetime GP people, or well, is this some sort of categorization? Top one hundred in the gravel standings with the UCI. Uh, how does this work? Well, if the folks at Lifetime would have kept us on their press release list, it looks like we have been dropped off this oh, press no. release list. What? Um, imagine that. That. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a real shame. I would have read the article, but again, um, I'm just reading headlines here, and judging by Instagram, it looks like it is folks that are part of the Lifetime Grand Prix, so the 35 uh-huh. uh, men and 35 women, and then additional folks that are kind of at that, you know, probably have like a top-level time pro one license. So I, th- I, I think if you got to ask, you're probably not going to be in the wave. That's probably uh-huh. like how I, I would, think- uh, how I would say. Okay. I think like at Schwamigan you had to, you could ask to you could be like I want to do the pro or you could do the like you could be yeah, first I, tier at the big thing like at Schwamigan or like 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 friend of the show Josh Bauer and folks like they did yeah yeah pro once I I think that I think years. some people will be uh, allowed to also go um, in there I I could be wrong but um, I do like that they are separating folks out from the hullabaloo. Of the crash Why? fest that is, um, Interesting. Um, and and the arrow bars. I, th- I think not so, having arrow bars is uh, Jeff Kabush's greatest achievement. Hang on, yeah, hang on now, Tim. Get out of here, I'm gonna UCI have to. Show. I'm gonna have to answer a question here. When um, Peter Sagan shows up to Unbound uh, to casually ride a hundred miles, the 100, is he gonna line yep, up mm-hmm. in the pro uh, category or not? Is he gonna line up with the scrubs? 
Well, if he was doing the 200, he should be lining up in the pro category, right? Yeah, but if we just go on results, we have to put him with the scrubs. It's got to be a scrub. Are you putting Peter Sagan in with the scrubs with the with the club cut jersey crowd? <laughs> I mean, well, that's what's going to get everybody excited. Are the club um, cut jerseys coming, even allowed? We haven't even got to this yet, Dev. Well, how many rule changes have they made? They're I, ruining the spirit of gravel, guys. Yeah, I think it ruins the spirit I do of gravel. Think, it should all start at the same time. I do think that they need to get the gravel out. Oh, Clear yeah. up the roads? The, gra- the gravel really the gravel. is dangerous. Yes, That's me. true. Have they considered like smooth paved roads? Yeah, that's a good idea. Could be fast. So they could use smaller tires. They could use smaller tires then. That'd be lighter. Now weight. I yeah, that'd be, that'd what be I good. do not know is good. if air. What I do not know is if aero bars have been inducted into the gravel hall of fame. That is the <laughs> bigger question. Um, Absolutely, so, they should be. <laughs> so, so, so right now, as it is, is pro men start ten minutes in front of the main field. Pro okay. women eight minutes ahead, and then there's an okay. eight minute gap to the um, the main field, um, yeah. and we'll see uh, what that means. I I believe that the pro and men's pro and women's fields will be bigger than the 35 that are in the Lifetime Grand Prix. Otherwise, you know, some folks just won't like that. Like winners of these races, Lifetime Grand Prix have are not always in the Lifetime Grand Prix um, yeah. race point race. Right, right, if right. If that makes sense. So, and watching um, anyways, thirty-five uh, riders go up the road is just like watching a local one-two race start. Yeah, yeah I'm sure very, that it's not uh, very impressive. <laughs> let's let, let's get to another question. Um, has the shark been jumped when it comes to Unbound? At what point will Unbound just be another gravel race? Um, it feels. Like it might, a, I mean, we tried to do it, so it feels like it might have been jumped. Yeah, well, I don't think been, that. I don't think it's there yet. Showed up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's there yet. But I do think that, like, at some point, you're gonna just see like the diminishing returns of an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right? jumped. Like, it's if already it's super, jumped. If, this, you this, think so? This, oh yeah, hundred percent. But the, but Leadville has done a good job of continuing on over the years. Like, there's still an audience for Unbound, right? But Leadville's not a gravel race. I think that's yeah. the difference. I think it's a mountain bike race. And you might kind be of. like, eh, it's a weird mountain bike yeah, race. Yeah, but no, but no, 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 but it's a mountain bike race. Sure. But I still think that the what I'm getting at, though, is like Leadville at one time had a movie documentary about it that was like on big screens across America when Lance <laughs> came back. Yeah, I was going to say, um, didn't, uh, I think maybe and, somebody had something then, to do with that. Yeah, but it kept like, but it's continued on. Like, it's still a popular event, but it's not like. It's on NBC mm. anymore. I'm just asking, like, <laughs> are we at peak gravel or did peak gravel pass a couple years ago? Uh, I think peak gravel. Well, I don't know. I, I think we've because... reached the tipping point. I think yeah. actually cycle cross is going to make the return, the comeback yes. and gravel's going to kind of drop off as road envelops it and it becomes something that's not quite the spirit of the spirit of gravel is going to die. The spirit of gravel is going to be a ghost. It's that's just, we're going to need something more punk rock than gravel because gravel is no longer punk rock. Let's put it that way. Just going on rides and not, and not making an event. That's a... Um, 1987 green Klein pinnacle for sale. 
Um, this email comes to us from Joe, Slow Ride Pod Leaders. Happy New Year. I take it you are into Kleins. Please find the enclosed picture of a 1987 green Klein Pinnacle that has uh, rarely, if ever, been ridden. It's just been it. hanging for years in the door of this New York apartment. Um, <laughs> oh, that's Just weird. let me know if you're interested and my friend Elaine can ride it over. Good riding the, to you all. A guy named Joe. This Tim, was a fantastic photo, email. Is the fork forwards or backwards? Because in some of those episodes, I, the fork is on backwards. I can't quite tell in the photo because it is made out of Legos, um, but it is an amazing uh, email. Uh, Joe basically recreated the Seinfeld apartment, and there is a green bicycle hanging in the back, and it is lovely. Might have to get that. It's fantastic. So awesome. You love to see it. You love to see the collabos with Klein and Lego. Uh, Yeah, that's a big get for Klein. It's a, it's a very big get for um, Klein. Um, I I will say I follow a Klein account on Instagram. And the Klein account has really started to um, post a lot of pictures of Cannondales. But like fat tube Cannondales, like the yeah. Seiko era Cannondales. And must have listened I'm kind to of into episode. it. Yeah. I'm kind of into it. Because we, we had an episode maybe 100 episodes ago or something. <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. Um, I had a stroke. Sometimes I forget where, these things. Where we said clients are too expensive at this point for the everyman to buy them, which is what the point was originally why we were into them. Because they were nice enough, but not too expensive. Yeah. And uh, we decided that the replacement for the too expensive clients was those exact fat fat tube cannons. No. So. I think yeah, they're onto something. I think more people are are getting on the train. I, I still really want one of those six um, thirteens, a raw one, so you can see the weird aluminum carbon yeah. lugs, like full canvy record. Oh, it's... now you guys may hear me. Oh, going through the magazine, I've got the old bicycle retailer um, here, uh-huh. and okay. the um, the uh, the headline is trekking through the years. How Trek protects its mark. Okay. So of course I grabbed this off of the newsstand. I mean, like every newsstand has bicycle retailer and industry uh-huh. news yeah. uh, sitting around, and I was like, "Ooh, Trek! Oh, oh, they there's own the some Klein. Klein yeah. They own the, There's a Klein nugget in here. When is the trademark coming up so the three of us can take all of that money from the sponsors that we have on this podcast?" Uh-huh. To buy the Klein trademark, uh-huh. um, not not mentioned in the article. Not mentioned. That's not because mentioned. So I, I'm gonna work yeah. now. We don't get accused of. Uh, we well, maybe we do. We don't go down too many uh, conspiracy theory rabbit holes on this podcast. Yeah. I like to think maybe we do, but the one that has legs because nobody can disprove it including our friends at Trek, is that there is, of course, a sub-basement somewhere in Trek where the clients are stored yes. and also that a relaunch is coming. That that's, This will it's, happen at some point, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. The yes. client will be reborn and bike industry, bike world fans everywhere worldwide will rejoice and everyone will have hardtail mountain bikes. Uh, for their gravel and mountain bike I needs. Mean, 
you think that um do you think the sub basement actually doesn't exist but it's actually a um bomb shelter located next to the secret bar trademark possibly because just we, to let you know, the secret bar is trademarked. I, I did learn that huh? in the article, but there is no mention of, um, um, there is no mention. Which, by the way, shout out, secret bar trademark. Yeah, well done. Good job. Don't yeah. sue us. It's actually well done. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I no mention of Klein, but we're on it. We're on the case. We, we've got our there's patent a, attorneys on it. <laughs> that patent attorney possible... is a Google alert. <laughs> only two no. possible solutions is that the the relaunch is imminent and our phone is yeah. like going to ring shortly where they're like we want you guys to be the brains behind this operation um Definitely that. <laughs> the the only other option is that the trademark has already lapsed and that they have sent the documentation <laughs> to our p.o box and as a gift uh to the podcast um i can't see any other scenario um being you know possible really Sid Law emails us Binium Champagne Gourmet found out through the Gastro podcast that making champagne used to be so dangerous that makers would wear iron masks to guard against the corks taking out people's eyes. Should we implement a winner's iron mask for the upcoming spring cycling campaign? Yes. I love that. 100% yes. Sid, amazing idea. This would be... This would instantly go to the top of podium accoutrement rankings. Mm-hmm. If if someone if Binium Gourmet shows up to the podium with an iron mask to protect his face from the flying uh, champagne cork when he no doubt wins a race in the spring season this year. Love the idea. The, yeah. This is a no-brainer. And, you know, the way the world is, I feel like maybe the lawyers uh, over there uh, at the race uh, headquarters is, are all going to kind of require that going forward, probably. That might be the thing. Maybe it's not email us with your um, idea. Maybe go straight to the lawyers. I mean, that's how this thing is going to work. That's a that's a fantastic idea. Uh, we love, you know, when lawyers get involved, everything does get better. So I feel like that's <laughs> a, a pretty smart move. Gentlemen, as podcasters, you are a superior threesome. I listen to each episode over and over with new delight on each occasion. And as movie reviewers, not so much. Uh-oh. I have just finished watching two seconds after having watched American <laughs> Flyers earlier in the year. Okay. Both at your recommendation. Uh-oh. Both at your recommendation. I agree with the correspondents who have said Breaking Away was a more watchable movie than either of those two. And I even went to college in Montreal, graduating in 1972. The 1998 depiction of that city contained very little that I remembered, except the view of and from Mount Royale itself. Perhaps my judgment of American Flyers is colored by my disregard of Kevin Costner as an actor. Notwithstanding this quibble, the following three weeks are going to be tough for me, but I will dig into the archive episodes to keep me sane. I hope you and your families have a wonderful holiday and you enjoy your time at Altitude Camp. Um, Tim McCusker. Tim, thank you so much. So uh, great to hear the kind words um, in yeah. the email. But uh, um, so, I'm assuming uh, you went to McGill University. Shout out to McGill. So there's a thing uh, with reviews of bicycle movies that I suppose we need to put the warning ahead of each of them. It's like, I love this film. It's a great bike movie, blah, 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 blah. But the 
the caveat is always it is a movie about bicycles so it's guaranteed <laughs> to be pretty bad like pretty cringy no matter but, what and it's just like yeah. where on that scale does it fall because an a plus 10 bicycle themed movie is still going to be like a four or five in the grand scheme of movies. I just, I just hope Tim went back in the deep archives to um, every July 4th when we review American Flyers to really oh, see it from like another it, yeah. angle. Yeah, yeah. He's got seven or eight uh, episodes worth of that at least to get yeah. through. Um, um, but I'll say two seconds definitely gets in the weeds of indie film uh, kind of <laughs> losing the plot there for a good half an hour in the middle. Uh, yeah. But it's, you know, it's a solid movie, I guess. Uh, so Quicksilver is the one, though. You gotta, so if, you, Tim, if you don't have another one yeah. on the docket, check out Quicksilver. But before you watch Quicksilver, watch Premium Rush so you can see just how much better Quicksilver is. You gotta... I think you, you need start a stepping old. Stone. Start old and okay. then watch Premium Rush. Quicksilver is so be... good. It's got Louis Anderson as it's a like dispatcher. Somebody it's amazing. To watch... It's great. Uh, Return of the Sith or whatever before oh, the yeah. original Star Wars. It's like okay, you're telling right. people yeah, don't to watch to them in order or something. It's crazy. Yeah, you watch Quick four, five, six, and then you know from there. Can we don't just watch anymore? Yeah. Tim, Tim, can you just agree <laughs> that uh, Triplets of Belleville is the most overrated cycling movie of all time? I don't know why you're so against it. I'm a, I'm gonna yeah, really make weird. a point of watching it again. I really enjoyed it, but I it was 15 <laughs> years ago. So. Tim has a lot of weird takes, but that might be the weirdest one. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that was my favorite. The uh, next email in the inbox wasn't really an email, but it was a um, personal note because I had the pleasure uh, this weekend to hang out with friend of the pod, Roselle Torres Davis of Bicycling Magazine. Um, who uh, we have uh, okay, read many yeah. of our articles over time uh, mm-hmm. and fantastic um, uh, promoter and proponent of cycling of all types in America. And she had such kind words to say mostly about me um, and not, not so much about <laughs> you yeah. guys. But, you no, know, I'm sure I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure I'm not editorializing at all, but it's always uh, great to uh, have folks come through the city of Orlando and kind of. Um, show what we're about a little bit. Um, so yeah, fantastic cool. to see uh, one of our uh, listeners and friends in cycling media. Um, make sure you head over to Bicycling to see what uh, some of the stories that Rose, uh, Roselle has uh, put out. Was it 38 awesome. degrees uh, Fahrenheit there when uh, he was visiting? <laughs> no, no, okay. it was a little bit warmer. Yeah, I, I was wearing long sleeves though. Oh Ooh, boy, wow. Ooh. tough. But uh, you know, well, when, really when you nice. come. At, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic to see. Um, uh, again, uh, many uh, thanks it's, for the kind words. But it's part um, of the uh, she's part of the changing of the guard, I guess. I would say at bicycling over the past few years, they've gotten in a bunch of new writers and editors and play and uh, staff just in general over there, and they've really kind of upped their game. Did, I would say bicycling most improved media when I, over the past five six years something like that 100 percent. when i see bicycling magazine on the newsstand at the airports when i'm traveling i always grab the edition um it it is great to see stories written for the um the masses that also have a good editorial flair so while there are still the 10 bikes under 1500 bucks well guess what it gets yeah. more people on bikes to start to see good stuff but then when you see the stories, the cover stories of Justin Williams and other mm-hmm. fantastic folks um, and the, the coverage that they had on the women's cycling tour de France 
And I know we talked about this before when they had the, the clickbait article that was how do women go to the bathroom in the Tour de France and everyone was like leaning right, in on them. Right, right, yeah. But they also had the same story for the men and the SEO proves out that people are actually typing that question in so they have to service that. But Bicycling Magazine had some of, if not the best coverage of the Women's Tour de France hands down last mm-hmm. year on their website. And it needs to be, mm-hmm. it's a shout out. And as more and more cycling media becomes a shell of itself uh-huh. because young whippersnappers like us just kind of can do it for free with our factual based news. That is the slow ride. Um, Skim the articles. They, they, they deserve uh they deserve a shout out. So, um, well, and, congrats and to the I will say there. the biggest thing hands down for me with bicycling is to my knowledge, they've never tried to sell me an NFT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Wout did. Wout did, which oh, is dear. why I am now a Vanderpool fan for life. So let's let's do a quick segue into that. Um, cyclocross abundance right now. Pidcock oh, versus God. Wout versus Matthew Vanderpool, and oh, is that Eli Ezerbeat uh, bringing up the bet? No, it's not. No, it's probably Sweek or Ventor. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's usually Sweek. Yeah, and then on the women's it's side, a- uh, the battle of uh, Puck Pertiers and uh, Sheeran Van Anrule. Has been yes. absolutely fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Man, Sh- Shirin just crushed it today in the sand. As you know, we were earlier earlier today recording, uh, led from the start, start to finish in the sand, and uh, was it Zonhoven or whatever? Um, I mean, there's been it. a lot of good races. Obviously, that's the freshest in my mind. But leading from start to finish is ridiculous at that we level. We've seen uh, Celine Delavarado uh, doing well as well. Yeah, uh, picked up I mean, a win, but- I think. I guess Eli did get third um, last week in the trophy uh, race, but it has been great to see Vanderpool back with Wout Sweek kind of cleaning up. But I got to ask an honest question here. You guys uh-huh. watch and understand um, a little bit more than me about cyclocross. How scared do you think the Wouts, the Matthews, maybe they're not, so maybe let's go the next rung, the Van Tornouts and the Sweeks are of uh, Thibaut Nice crushing it in the U23s? Terrified. I don't think they're scared at all. Those those second tier guys are terrified. Wout and Vanderpool are like excited for it. They they want to show yeah. them what's up. But Sweek's gonna move down another rung on the uh, results oh. list, and so are the rest of those guys. These are beating all them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of fresh faces. Like there's been a lot of new names popping into the top ten. I do want to talk about an old name that popped in the top 10. I mm-hmm. can't remember the race right now, but uh, last week there was one where Jens Adams okay. took it took it to everyone in the first lap. So he's usually like 7th to 10th. And he, okay. he took it he took it to everyone on the first lap and broke like went to the front and drove it really hard so he got away with Vanderpool and Wout. Okay. And it was a great move cuz he tried to then just do the drift after he got dropped. Like, yeah. That's smart. And that worked for a while, but he had like he had a mechanical at one point, so he ended up I think seventh or eighth, like he always does. Okay, but it Ooh. was, it was, but I, I was excited, and I was excited for two reasons, and I think I've said this before, Spencer. Uh, well, one, I was excited because he's like not one of the big three, and he was off the right. front, so yeah. you're like, I got to root for that guy. I don't know if he is ever one of the big three, but no, yeah. but yeah, no, he's not, he's not right, so it's exciting to root for him. But two, 
he looks just like how you looked on a bike when you raced cross. Like he he his back Me? is the same shape. He looks li- like you. Like if I had video of you racing cross ever, I swear to God, it would look exactly like the way he like sits on the bike is exactly mm. like how you sit on the bike. And you guys look enough alike. And when I see him in a race, I'm like, I feel like a little like AI Spencer has been uh, photoshopped Chet, Chet, over Chet another GT. rider. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't help but root for him because I feel like I'm rooting for 2011 Spencer or something. Ugh, 2011, um, a good year. What, what kind of <laughs> kid year, is he wearing? Is he in a Birchwood he Cafe white. kit? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's all white. He's he's like privateer. He's on his own um, team. He's like sponsored by a chocolate company this year. Oh, it's um, perfect. Yeah. All right, so... Jens Adams Fan Club Slow Ride so, Podcast Edition. We're gonna have to get up some merch. Uh, yeah, I don't remember to... the race. It was like a week ago. Go back, find it. It you could turn on any cyclocross race that happened in the last three weeks, and you will get a good race. Whether it's a dominant <laughs> wow, a dominant Vanderpool, or like yeah, a yeah, super yeah. good battle. It's been an amazing like chunk of racing, which it is, so is gonna die down now, and yeah. I'm a little sad. It is the holy so week of cross there. That just happened. So, so he's 31. Um, yeah. So he's still got, you know, a couple more Same years left. Yeah. Um, little <laughs> guy. like you, I, early 30s. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got ninth last year in Waterloo, but he did not come over um, this year for the U.S. World Cups. Um, so a uh, little, little disappointing, but maybe he'll make his way back to America. And then oh, if that's the there. case... We can do a photo. Um, we can do a, f- a photo, a team photo of Spencer and uh, Jens Adams. Be uh-huh. great. I yeah, folks, Google him. Look, his pain face is totally Spencer's pain face. Interesting. I'm yeah. gonna. We're gonna have to do a deep dive into this at some point, maybe on the Instagram or something. I. The thing is, I've been trying to think. Like, I don't think I have any video of you racing, but like, I don't know. Like, his back is shaped like yours. I. I spent so much time riding with you. <laughs> at that time and like racing and like we would like go out and warm up at like 95 uh-huh. cross races a year together like we were always just like um so it's like i see him and i'm like like he kind of cocks his head to the side like you did when you were in pain i don't okay. know man all right i think i think he's your long lost brother it helps you go faster <laughs> so we had um it just it, i was gonna make a joke now like just like you he never podiums but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so no yeah, yeah. so we have um uh, uh, round 12 of 14 of the World Cups uh, have ended for the uh, men and women. Um, Femme Van Empel has a uh, about 35-point lead over Puck Pertis. Uh, but let's get to the men's race. Um, pretty pretty uh, interesting here. Lawrence Sweek uh, looks like he's on track, but Michael Van Toren out uh, is, is nipping at the heels. Has a chance to... Um, yeah, to win the World Cup overall, good stuff. Yeah, it's close. I feel like, uh, unfortunately, without Vanderpool or Wout leading in any of those, like they're obviously like Wout yeah. is on another level, and Vanderpool's on a level that's between him and everybody else. It's unfortunately a little bit like the old Roy and Cry standings in Minnesota, which is that like I would place high just because I got fifth every week, and uh, like Bergman wouldn't win it even though he won you know, three of the seven races, you know, so it's so, a, it's a weird system. We got a, um, we got one more email, I think to, uh, wrap up the show, um, here. Hey, from Chicago. This one comes to us from Paul West, Westwich team slow ride. Quick question. Since I literally just started listening to you guys, 
Yeah. Little guy. Why? Is he little? What's the story? Otherwise, have a nice Christmas or whatever you're celebrating. Little guy, so, do you want to uh, give the quick 411? The book is actually coming out in 2025. That's going to explain all wait. the inside uh, jokes uh, on the podcast. Uh, so you're probably going to have... Maybe we can get Pre- you an advanced copy. Pre-order it mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Um, no, we've, we've gone over this one before, uh, yeah, I can give the quick synopsis. They're in the archives. It's, it's easy enough to, to cover. Um, uh, me and little guy used to work at the same, uh, bike messenger company in Minneapolis mm-hmm. along with two or three other, uh, gentlemen. It was a, it was a sausage party, uh, you know, but, um, yeah. it was a great all name. Of, all of us, uh, all of us there rode i would say rode a 58 or a 60 uh for the frame size and little guy mm-hmm. rode a 54 53 yeah. maybe even he's a i would say guy. average height guy but since he was the shortest <laughs> of all of us he became the little guy and yep. it has within this podcast stuck with him <laughs> for the past two decades uh, I don't know that anyone else outside of this podcast lore uh refers to him as little guy but uh, you know, probably if I saw, if I saw either Peter or Christian from there, I was, Carlos yeah. yells sometimes. So, so Carlos lives a few blocks from me and, uh, I think he yelled little guy last time I saw him when I was riding by go. his house. So, so, so it, it, let it, me it, ask about this. It's out there, but look, I guess I've never asked this. This just is how much you mean to me as a friend. Um, are you okay with being called little guy? I'm okay with it. After um, six, I, I, 16 years of me calling you little guy, I'm just, you know, yeah, um, I think now I'll check in. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Actually, it was a little confused. It's, it's been 20 years we've been hanging out. <laughs> yeah. So it's been yeah. Really bad. yeah. Yeah. No, I think initially I did, I did feel the way it was like, I'm not that small. Um, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not a big guy, but I'm not a, that small well, of a like guy. A but yes, back. in relation. Like a running back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I was a running back. So yeah, I was like, <laughs> Yes. Um, I was always the smallest guy on the football team, but yes, I'm I'm the smallest guy in the room, smallest guy on the football team. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, still, still the smallest guy uh, in the podcast, so it makes. Yeah, sense. I mean, no, it totally makes sense. I, I mean, that's why no one smaller than me can ever join. <laughs> no one shorter, shorter than me, at least. I guess I don't right. know how we're right. doing Fair. this. Well, once again, it's been so great to see you guys on the podcast. And yeah. thanks to all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com to find out more about the bevy of shows. And for those that supported during the last donor drive, the beanies are coming. The beanies are coming. It's, uh, I'm, I'm really happy to pass that news on and really end uh, episode 420 on a high note. Yeah, that's right. Just pass it right over here. I don't want to bogart this any more than I have to. And with that... Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. Rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening because it helps other people find us. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis. The Key West and, part was part of the bit. Uh-huh. And this is Spencer in Western Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
like a thing from Captain Ron or something? <laughs> wow. What an episode. That was amazing. When that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight. Oh, man, that was great. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again. But hey, since I have your attention now, hello, Cyclocross friends, new friends and old friends and soon to be friends. My name's Bill. I host a, another show on the Wide Angle Podium Podcast Network. It's called Cyclocross Radio, and we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon to be stars in cyclocross. We also have a panel discussion we call the Media Pit with my buddy Zach and Michael, where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen. It's a great time. It's a great conversation. We built an amazing community that we want you to be part of. So go to WideAnglePodium.com, become a member there, then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Cyclocross Radio. Do it. Do it now cyclocross friends <laughs>